Hey all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and today I'm joined by Squeaks. Squeaks! And we got a bunch of news for you, but we're going to start off with the Audible ad. Let's get this in real quick. Um, Audible is sponsoring the podcast now. The way you guys can support us and support the podcast. First off, review. That's always great. we got we got like three reviews. I'm going to be posting those over to, uh, Instagram lately. Right. Or soon. Um, but just try get a trial to Audible. You click the link in our description, and you could uh, go to our Audible page, or you can go to audibletrial.com backslash or slash, I don't know which way it goes, uh, Geek Freaks, and sign up for Audible. Uh, every trial helps us out, and our book of the month, we're going to be doing a book of the month, and then we're going to discuss it. And so on the 15th, we're going to be recording our discussion on this um, of next month, will be Shadows Rising by Madeline Rowe. Are you familiar oh, with this nice. book? Okay. Uh, no, very little. You give me all the information of it, but I'm looking forward to it. So I'll be getting it day one. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for this too. It actually comes out on the day the podcast comes out. So guys, nice. make sure you sign up for your Audible trial. With Audible, you get uh, to listen to audiobooks. They have all kinds of original books. They also have um, you know, pretty much every Audible book there is. They have some really good audio drama versions and uh, just blatantly read ones. Some Audible books that we're looking forward to doing here is Understanding Comics is a really good one. There's going to be a new reading of The Hobbit done by, why can't I remember his name? It's the guy that plays Golem. Uh, Andy Serkis. Thank you. Andy Serkis is, pl- is reading uh, The Hobbit, so I cannot wait for that one. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some really good Audible <laughs> books coming up. It counts uh, how as long is the trial? Guy. What's that? Actually. How long is the trial? The trial is once a month. And... Uh, you could, you know, if you sub, it's for $15 a month and then you get a free Audible. You get not a free Audible book. With your $15 a month, you get one Audible book and two originals every month. And um, and for every free trial, you're able to keep that book with you forever. So it just stays in your library. So even if you oh, wow. are done with Audible, you can come back and re-listen to your book or finish it or anything you want to do with that. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah. For each chapter of Shadow Rising we get across, we're going to read it. Uh, we're going to kind of review each chapter on on social media. We'll tweet a little thing about it or whatever on, or on Instagram as well. Um, if you're not familiar with what Shadow Rising is, it's a book that ties into the game World of Warcraft. Uh, and it's it's getting ready for the next expansion, uh, Shadowlands. Uh, here's a little quick little thing from the excerpt of the description. It's a real long one in the back. But anyways, the Horde is nothing. With those infamous words, Sylvanas Windrunner betrayed and abandoned the Horde. She vowed to serve. When that happened, I mean, we were just like stunned, right? <laughs> For fans, it was like, what? Uh, the Dark Lady and her forces now work in the shadows as both the Horde and the Alliance, including her sister, Elaria, who's becoming a much bigger book uh, character, um, race to uncover her next move. And there's all kinds of things going on on both sides. So this is going to really be a political drama book. I cannot wait for that. I love that in World of Warcraft is a political drama. Uh, we're going to be having some budding relationships, and uh, we're going to really see what happens and set us up for the dynamic, the social dynamic that's going on in the Horde and the Alliance going into the next expansion. If you're not a World of Warcraft player, totally fine. The books are very well written. This is uh, uh, Madeline's first time. And normally it's like, lately it's been uh, Gold, uh, Christy Golden, but this is Madeline's first one. I've looked into some of her other work. She does an excellent job. She's a major World of Warcraft player too, so I love that when they're actually a big WoW player. Uh the reason we chose to do this this book is because the stream is going to be transitioning. We're going to be doing beta Shadowland runs, so the stream's going to be moving over to mostly World of Warcraft. Uh, right now, we do a lot of Satisfactory, uh, but it's going to be moving into mostly World of Warcraft as we get ready for uh, the the new expansion and, and our beta accesses that we're going to be getting. I'm trying to get all five keys so that we could do dungeons together and try out the new stuff, but right now, it's just the one. <laughs> we'll see how many keys we can get. Help us out, Blizzard. Okay. 
What have you been watching lately, man? Oh my goodness. Okay, so I uh, picked up a new show on Netflix called uh, Shit's Creek. I, I love that show. That love that oh show. Oh my god, it's so, so amazing. Oh my god. The mom is my favorite um, character. <laughs> really, I'm really liking the the son. Mm-hmm. I'm really liking him right now because yeah. he's totally like you don't expect him to do what he does, and I really like it. Yeah. Um, just a, not a typical character. Um, something new. That's why I like him so much. Yeah. Um. Uh, watching that, watching a lot of anime. Um, finished up Naruto. Um, watching a lot of um, what am I on Funimation? Just finished Dragon Ball Super not too long ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, kind of keeping with anime. Reading a lot of mangas too, actually. That's always good. I need I need to get into yeah. a good manga. It's been a bit since I read any of those. Yeah. I think the last yeah. one, my only one really was Alita. So I got to get into that. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. What are you watching? Um, I've been bouncing around. Uh, I'm watching Yellowstone right now. That's mostly a favorite to the parents who've been bugging me to watch Yellowstone. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. I need to watch the next Harley Quinn that that came out a bit ago, and I need to catch up. Oh, I I know I didn't even realize it came out. It was, I was so a little, I thought, Yeah, right. I saw a trailer and I thought it was more of like a teaser trailer. No, and then yeah. it turns out like oh shit, that was the real thing. And everybody's spoiling uh, the ending too, so it's I already know what happens at the end. But oh shit, okay. Yeah, but I'm excited to you know see it still. Yeah, I just canceled my subscription to these Universal. So I need to watch it right away. Yeah, before it ends. <laughs> um, what else is there? Let's see. Yeah, mostly those. Boy, that's pretty boring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I watched... Um, God, it was so amazing. Like, life-changing. The songs have been stuck in my head. Um, Hamilton on Disney+. Oh, Plus. Th- yeah, that was super good. Oh, man. I just... Yeah. The songs, I'm not going to repeat. And I, I'm walking around like I'm working in my backyard. I'm like, Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> I keep doing that <laughs> one spot. Where, where, uh, where Sarah's actually doing that same thing right now. She keeps listening to the soundtrack. Yeah, it is crazy um, good. But yeah, super good. At first, I was a little iffy on it because mm-hmm. I felt like this is just a cooler version of a Schoolhouse Rock or something. It's like, okay, it's cool that I'm learning <laughs> something, that. but I'd rather be in it, you know, yeah, to yeah. me. Uh, but uh, one of the parts had just flipped for me. And I think it was just right before the intermission period, like the halftime. Yes. And it was just like beautiful right after that. I was like, oh, man, this is good. Like the songs got better to me. Um, yeah. That, really that spot where it's like the Revolutionary War. And like Lafayette's mm-hmm. now really good at rapping and he's super fast and everything like that. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that whole part. And then George Washington, when he's on the stairs, they're moving the stairs to the side. Yeah. Dang, it looks so good. Washington, I really like his character so uh, a lot. And then I was digging um, Jefferson's cool because he's that comedic kind of guy. Yeah. Um, uh, but Washington was really my one of my character uh, characters that I like. But I also like the sisters. Uh, both of them. Yeah. One of them felt like the, the one – married to hamilton felt like to me was that super elegant princess frozen ordeal yeah and the other one just had a mixture of everything when she started rapping in one of her songs and then singing i was like oh my gosh it's really good yeah any character stand out to you that you like the most uh washington for sure i really want to follow that guy's career he did such a good job um there's even like there's all kinds of like little easter eggs we'll talk we'll discuss it afterwards i don't want to make this all this could easily be a hamilton (laughs) podcast at this point because i've been thinking about it so much um but then, yeah, uh, Davy. I can't remember his full name, but he does. He's the one that plays Thomas Jefferson and uh, Lafayette. He does so good on both roles, and he's the easiest one to see the distinction between the two because Lafayette, he has that accent. It feels to me like as American, really authentic. And and I like how in the beginning of the play he has like broken English, and then by the end when he's uh, the reason that we're winning because he's getting the French to help out. Uh, it's like lightning fast, and he's just throwing it out there so fast. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it was really good really good yeah okay let's go ahead and get into some news here we're going to start off with uh some tv news and then we're movie news and we're going to be going into video game news 
Uh, Fallout series, which I know video game. Fallout series is coming to Amazon. This is coming from the people who make Westworld, which is Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan. Uh, they're developing the series. <laughs> that look, I know, <laughs> dude. I'm so worried. If it's season one Westworld, I'm happy. Season two yeah. and three. Oh, season three is so awful. Uh, I can't finish it. It's just, it's not worth finishing. And by the end, you're like, this ending is dumb. Everything about it's dumb. So uh, their company, Kilter Films, will be working with Amazon Studios and Bethesda sending some guys over. It's like like two producers from Bethesda. Um, And they're making this. What kind of move, what kind of series can you see come out of this? Like what kind of like, what's this going to look like to you? I really hope we get it from. We have to get it from the beginning, right? Before the nuke, pretty much how you start off with every game. Yeah, uh, which I'm really gonna hope. Um, I mean, I told you before, I'm a really big fan of that that era that we had. Yeah. What is that like? Fifties, fifties, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I just love. What? I love that era. It's not just the fifties. Remember, they also like are big fans of nuclear weapons back then. So you're gonna have like the fifties, but with like those really. Okay. I love yeah. that part about Fallout where you have like spaceships and stuff like on everything, missiles on everything. Yeah, and what I liked too was like it was fifties but futuristic. So you had your little robot made floating around yeah. in your house. Yeah. Um. So that's neat. Um. So we have to definitely see that. But then, uh, it's just going to be a conflict, obviously, with the mutants and the different factions. So I wonder, are we going to be the eyes of someone that's brand new, like the video games, mm-hmm. or I guess we're going to follow different characters and see what factions are kind of maybe hopefully persuade us to like yeah. one more than the other. Um. That'd be kind of neat. That's a big part of the video games, and you got to kind of like, okay, what's the average TV viewer going to like compared to somebody who's actually a game player? Because as a game player, yeah, I would want to be as a new new character. That might not go over as well for somebody who's Mm -hmm. trying to watch the TV shows. Who's you know they might want established factions that they already know about and get backstories for everybody in the faction, which we could still get. But you know, I have in there here in the notes, my my idea is basically what Walking Dead does, right? Where you're following this character. And they're in between factions. They might find one that's really good, but then they're learning dark secrets about that faction. Like, that's the thing with Fallout. Every faction has good and bad about them. Even if they seem like they're, you know, worshiping the light, well, then they could be zealots and they're a problem. So. And I think you're 100% dead on with how Walking Dead is comparable to Fallout. Yeah. Um, with the different factions and then the conflict. Wow, the different factions are having their own conflict. So basically, zombies are going to have mutant animals, freaks, whatever, yeah. bugs. Um, so yeah, I think it that's perfect. Dead on. It'll be just like Walking Dead in a way. Hopefully not, but yeah. Yeah, and it could be. They could do a thing where, like in Fallout Four, where you're building your own shelter. They could have something like that yeah. too. So we'll yeah. have to see. Um, is okay. So we have Boston and stuff like that being used. Vegas being used. Is there any city in particular you'd want them to have this set in? <sighs> I would like to see a southern type of uh, Louisiana. Oh, Maybe okay. if, uh, kind of give it that swamp environment. Some New can. Orleans feel too? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Uh, because then we could definitely bring some like uh, mutant gators. That'd be cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Myself, I want San Francisco so that you have like Alcatraz could be okay. a faction. And then I love the I love the uh, idea okay. of seeing like the Golden State Bridge with like the moss growing over it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you have the big yeah. sequoias that make like really cool uh four scenes and you kind of have these big rolling hills and you know i don't know to me it just feels like a place that has distinct locations that could create different yeah. factions you know and i don't yeah, think yeah. san francisco's been used yet but i'm not 100 percent on that one that'd be interesting yeah but you see san francisco in a lot of different movies and stuff but nothing like what it is right now uh, of the apes is one game, i don't think so a lot yeah yeah right yeah um but yeah i don't think so not in fallout i wonder if they will start with something new though i hope they do i don't i don't 
want them to just go right to Boston or something like that again, something we've seen recently in the games. Let's try something brand new. Let's see what a creative, uh, some like somebody, a producer or something like that can do with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'll bring okay. different eyes to it. Yeah. Uh, Tron 3 is back in development. So, uh, were you a fan of Tron Legacy? Oh, apparently. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. I watched that movie. I, I still watch that movie right now. I yeah. love that movie. Sometimes Dude. I watch it when I wrap gifts for Christmas. I don't know why. I just do. That's your Christmas movie. It's like movie. my yeah, Christmas Tron. movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. Mine's <laughs> oh, Jingle man. All the Way. Yours is Tron Legacy. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's yeah. been off and on since 2010. I, and, and that's when Tron Legacy came out. I can't believe it's been 10 years since Tron Legacy. That seems nuts to me. Graphically, it's <sighs> Blink of an eye, we're all going to be dead. So, yeah. like, the time is just crazy when you look back on some of these things. Like, I can't believe myself that it's 10 years old. Yeah. And I remember being in the theaters to see it. And it was, like, such a big yeah. deal. And we were just like, oh, man, I want a light bike and stuff. Yeah, it's great. It's still so good. Yeah. Like you said, the visually, it still holds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Disney executive Mitchell Lieb uh, revealed in the – it's called The Light, The Fuse podcast um, that the movie's back in development. And it's officially – this is officially through a Disney executive. Um, this will follow the events of Legacy because there were original ideas of like taking Legacy out of it, just going off of the original movies and recasting, you know, everybody. But they're actually going to stick with Legacy's storyline. And uh, but instead of the other leads, they're going to use Jared Leto as lead. Are you worried about Jared Leto coming in for this? Oh, man. Um, I wish you would ask me that question after Morbius came out. But, <laughs> right. Because I want to see how he does in Morbius. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing that we really go back on. OK, so I'm not a big fan of Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Okay, I couldn't even finish it to be honest. Okay, did you watch it all? No, I didn't. I didn't bother. <sighs> I was gonna say, how do you? Uh, what do you think of his uh, performance in uh, Blade Runner? Um, instead of comparing to just Joker, you know? it's a shame because since Joker, I'm like, Burp, I don't care about him anymore, exactly. and I love him in Dallas yeah. Buyers Club. So okay, okay, you know, what I'm saying it's kind of one of those things where it's like he's not a bad actor. It's just you burned me, and yeah, I, I haven't wanted to see your stuff since then. Dude, he's, kind of, he's kind of popping up, you know, like, uh, so maybe he still has it in him because with this Morbius movie and then Tron, it's like, man, it, it, to me, his name is popping up back to back on big names. Yeah. Uh, so I have, you know, I'm not shutting him out completely, but if it, if the next movie that comes out with him in it is just trash and yeah, I'm kind of over it. Yeah. We'll have to see how Morbius does. Morbius to me, like you said, is, is a good one to, but. I don't know. From the trailers, I'm already thinking Morbius is going to be bad, and which is good. I really? want to go in with low expectations yeah. because then that means yeah. the movie will end up being better. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit worried. <laughs> yeah, really. I like I enjoy the trailer, but um, with these superhero, well, not superhero movies, but with certain movies, I definitely go with low expectations. So um, they usually meet those low expectations too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, have I mean, you thought about the side character though at all? I don't think they're going to use any of the side characters. I wonder if they're either recasting or if they're making a whole new character. I would love, um, I think because it, it's Disney and uh, Disney, I, from my understanding, loves Scarlett Johansson. So I would like to see her as a female side Ooh. character, kind of like we had Cora. Is that her name? Cora, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, she'd be cool as, because, uh, especially with that Ghost in the Shell feel, like she had in her movie. I really like that movie. Mm-hmm. I think definitely she could pull off a, a Tron character for her. Yeah. Yeah, name. she's always good. It'd be kind of nice to have some new faces too, like just totally bring somebody up. Like they try to do that with That's Legacy, fine, yeah. right? They try the main lead guy. He was only in like yeah. Four Brothers before that. Um, but they try to yeah. make a whole new character, bring a whole new actor into the field, which is always good to do. Um, but Scarlett Johansson, she's just got to sell tickets, so that's not bad. Yeah, 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 
I don't need that. Uh, they're trying to bring Jeff, uh, Daft Punk back for it, which did the original soundtrack and was in the uh, nightclub scene. So they're trying yeah. to bring back some of that old love too. Okay, okay. They're pretty cool. Jude Law is coming for Captain Hook. Uh, I love the Peter Pan movies. Of course, I love Hook, the you know Steven Spielberg movie. This is going to be awesome. What do you think about Jude Law playing as Captain Hook? Do you think he's going to do good with this? Um, I don't know, man, because I don't know, think of any movies where he's very... Uh... Like animated arch. like hook yeah yeah it's a tough one um so it's new for me but it definitely opens up a door because then we start seeing what actors like i like to call them chameleons basically what actors can play so many different roles yeah um, so if he, if he could come in and be animated as hook is um and something new for him i mean that'd be pretty good for his resume but mm-hmm. i just never seen him in a role that was like that so i don't know what do you think you a little nervous about it it seems like uh well because i love peter pan so much Okay. And they're going to be compared to Dustin Hoffman. So that's really hard. Is is everybody's going to be... Because we've had other Peter Pan live action movies. None of them touched, you know, Hook. So everybody's always compared to Dustin Hoffman. And it's going to be tough. Like, for example, have you seen Pan? It came out a few years ago. Probably 10 years ago. If I'm thinking about uh, no, with uh, Hugh Jackman being Hook, right? Yeah. Well, he was actually yeah. Blackbeard. It wasn't, he wasn't Hook, Blackbeard. but it was like the story right. of Peter that's Pan right. and, and Hook coming to this world and becoming friends. And yeah. then as time goes on... Um, throughout the movie, you could see that they're eventually going to become villains. Uh, but, but Hugh Jackman's character was very interesting and fun to watch. Uh, they had one musical number that like blew my mind. Um, it, uh, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was a weird, but good movie. But the problem is, is it's in the shadow of Hook. It'll never beat Hook. So I wonder if this is going to have the yeah. same problem. The only thing that benefits this one is it's literally a retelling of Disney's Peter Pan and it's done by Disney. So they kind of have that ability to really pull at the nostalgia strings unlike anything else yeah, that's see. what we have right now right we only have jude law um we have peter pan and wendy both cast peter pan's done by alexander Mal- milani who's done uh the reluctant landlord and claude both very small films wendy is being played by ever anderson she's from resident evil final chapter so she seems to be the one that's a little bit more experienced uh when you look at her uh, imdb page Let's see. And then the, the director, David Lowe, he's been attached, or Lowry, sorry, he's been attached since 2016. And he's the one that did Pete's Dragon, uh, which I didn't watch it. I love the original, but I didn't watch the yeah. remake. I don't know. We'll have to see how it goes. Apparently, I, I, it did okay. Yeah. How do you feel about Alexander playing um, Peter Pan, someone brand new? I think that's a good idea because you have yeah. to have somebody young. And if they're going to make, they might make sequels out of this. I think they're thinking about that. Like, let's make sure we can make sequels out of this if needed. And. If you're Peter Pan, you cannot age. It's not a character they can let age. So true. Uh, and I wonder sometimes when you look at Peter Pan, he looks a little older. But um, it's like, man, someone that young, can you get into it still? If it's that young, yeah, I mean, I would say so. I would say you can. I'd say, um, I know it's really hard. Like if we go back to Walking Dead, um, the kid was very young in the beginning, and he already showed some acting chops. You know it. it it's all about the casting. They have to really do a good job. And the thing with Peter Pan is, you know, everybody, it's named after him and like that, but really that's not the character that grabs the screen when he's on. You know what I'm saying? When, when Hook yeah. is on, he's the one that captures your attention. I, I, I don't know, just personally. And every time I've watched a Peter Pan, I care way more about Captain Hook than I do about Peter Pan. I'm a villains uh, fan myself. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very valid because when I think about Peter Pan, I actually don't think about Peter Pan himself. I do think about like Hook or uh, Smee, right? Smee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think about Tinkerbell. Yeah. It's like I never really think about Peter Pan. And I like Tiger Lily a lot, and she's not been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. 
and she's in the actual animated movie, so we might be seeing a Tiger Lily casting. Okay, that'd be cool. Yeah. Which would be awesome. Yeah, I like Tiger Lily yeah. a lot. She's a cool character. Mm. Um, that whole faction isn't really... I think in Hook, they maybe referenced it, but that it's not really something that's brought up in any other movie. So uh, to show the whole uh, yeah, Native Americans uh-huh. living there, or the Native... Yeah, call it I never thought about, thought about that, but you don't really see them in Hook, huh? Yeah, and they actually... Yeah. there's. They have a village on the on uh in Neverland, like yeah, they actually live there. There's a chief and everything like that. Yeah, hmm. so it'd be cool to see if they bring that in. And then that, you know that's another warring faction that's always fighting the pirates, and yeah. you know works with the the Lost Boys sometimes. Are we gonna so, see mermaids? We better see mermaids. see mermaids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I want to see it all. See it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, during the uh, the um live Twitch stream or whatever uh, of Hook that happened a few months or a couple months back. Um, Rufio, the guy who played Rufio, Dante Brasco, he was saying, that, "Oh, I got to kiss that mermaid in real life." And you know, he's like, "That was, <laughs> that was the dream of a fourteen-year-old me." <laughs> it's just funny, um, but yeah, I'm hoping we get the mermaids. They were they were a big part yeah, of yeah. The, uh, book, uh, the show movie. Uh, okay, next up, we have a Ready Player One sequel coming in November. It's gonna be Ready Player Two. Guess what? It'll probably be part of our Audible thing. Uh, Ernest Klein is is uh, taking us back to the Oasis for Ready Player Two. Uh, you can pre-order it now. Uh, and uh, starting Wednesday, so that's tomorrow for you guys listening. And I didn't know this, but the first movie apparently was a huge success. It was in 58 countries. I want to say it was like 35 different translations they made for it. Uh, oh, and wow. the uh, New York Best Times, I thought it was kind of a hidden gem, the book. I thought it was kind of like this thing that nobody know, knew about, but apparently it was huge. It was on I the, the yeah. bestsellers list for 100 weeks. Dude, I didn't even know about this book until the movie came out. Right? Yeah. Well, same. Unfortunately, yeah. same. Yeah. 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 Um, it was a, it was a good book though, and with the sequel, what do you want to see out of the sequel? Do we want to follow the same characters? Well, I want to see. Uh, the only reason I want to see uh, if we do follow the main character, I want to see what changes that he can provide after the uh, corruption kind of got went away. Yeah. Well, somewhat, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So I want to see if there's any change to it. Um. And then how they use the technology. Like, how are they using the game now? It can't be happy. There's got to be someone out there because it seemed like it was a happy ending. I, I didn't think there needed to be a number two. There's always going to be a bad uh, guy. There's always going to be one of somebody. Yeah. Like a troll. Yeah. You know? So that'll... <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious. And hopefully that villain is a strong character. Uh, kind of like the first one, but not like what you're saying. If it's just some troll or some hacker, DDoS and, you know. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, thinking DDoS too, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm definitely picking this up because Ready Player One, the movie, uh, I've watched so many times. Oh, it's so amazing. The, the um, you know what scene I'm talking about after bringing up? The Shining scene? Oh, my God. Yes. This uh, is kind of a big scene, too, which is cool. They actually like put a lot of effort yeah. into that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So definitely, if this is going to be one of our auto, auto, audible books, then definitely. It'll yeah. definitely be one of our audible books. I think yeah. it's just a slam dunk for us. Um. So expect that in uh, it'll probably be December's audiobook, audible book. Uh. Okay, so the the first one was definitely 80s nostalgia. Can we see 90s in this one? What do you think about that? Oh, that'd be kind of neat. It could um, be like an expansion it, pack coming out yeah. for... Yeah. You know? Oh, man, that'd be so amazing just because I'd re- resonate with it so much. Uh, yeah. That'd be cool if they do the progressive like that. That'd be neat. Yeah, 2000s, they would lose me pretty quick. But, you know, I like... I don't know much, maybe Fairly Odd Parents or something like that from the 2000s, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. in the 90s, that's the heyday. And 90s man. nostalgia is real big right now. People are on top of it. So I think it's an easy one and you can have Hey Arnold and, you know, all that stuff going on. Yeah. I think it'd be yeah. cool. All right. Moving yeah, on. Awesome. <laughs> moving on to the next thing. Marvel Comics acquires Alien and Predator franchise. So starting 2021, 
Marvel Comics will gain control of both of them, including Alien vs. Predator, so they can make all three comic series. Um, they were originally part of Dark Horse. They've been there since 1989. Uh, I'm expecting some crossovers, especially with the Cosmic Heroes. Is there any kind of crossovers versus anything like that that you want to see? I don't... I don't really picture uh, Predator and Alien uh, crossovering into the Marvel Universe. If they do, can I see Alien versus Star Wars? Oh, that would be nuts. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, but that'd be maybe too dark for the Star Wars franchise. I think a lot I of people would be so, too dark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, but what I do like is the, that this is just comics, right? Mm-hmm. So movie rights are still with uh, whoever. It's just the comics, yeah. Uh, but I don't be shocked if they're going to buy that soon too. Well, you so, know what? Actually, I think they're I think they could eventually do the movies because I think they're all under Fox. That's how they got the comic. Oh, they got the comics oh, through okay. that Fox acquisition. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm actually excited about this. I really love Alien and Predator. Um, but there's just been a downfall for me because the movies have been shitty lately. Yeah. Um, but if I could read a comic book of uh, Alien and Predator, that'd be awesome. Um, I'll definitely pick up the comics, but hopefully see more of it. Um, branching out to the movies and maybe even a series on Disney Plus would be kind of neat. Well, yeah, Disney, that might be a little rough yeah. for Disney Plus. I can see how I'm yeah, movies. Yeah, but yeah. man, it's like make a fucking adult section or something. I don't know. It's like, yeah. yeah. I would like to see a hardcore comic that has Iron Man fighting the Predator. I think that would be really yeah. cool. You have two guys that have tools. I think Pun- Punisher and Predator for sure. Oh, that would be really good, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Drop Punisher in the middle of a jungle with a, with a few aliens that are like on the loose and he's hunting them all down. They just hella buff like Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> just... Damn. <laughs> See, yeah. there, there's a lot of opportunity out there. They ended up uh, putting up some fan art, or it was one of their artists that made it, of uh, it was Predator and Iron Man and I'm not sure who was with Alien. But yeah, and I think it was Alien on top of like a pile of Avengers skulls or some shit like that. It was pretty crazy. Mm. But there is a lot of opportunity out there. And I know Marvel will do good with this. Uh, oh, yeah. The uh, Marvel editor said... There's more thrilling, I'm sorry, there's nothing more thrilling than a story that, that will keep you at the edge of your seat. And Alien and Predator has, have delivered that time and time again. That's from uh, the Marvel editor-in-chief, C.B. Sabelsky to IGN. Uh, yeah, I, it's going to be good. I think they're going to really do good with this. Oh, They've yeah. done an excellent job with the Star Wars comics, uh, Vader's Castle mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's all been very good. The Kylo Ren series. So I'm excited for that. That'll be really cool. It'll be fun comics to check out. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that this will be super successful. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely be reading these. Um, hopefully that it branches out. Um, but the only reason why I shook my head in the beginning is because Disney just... I'm surprised they don't own my house right now. So. <laughs> Little do you know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. It's just I buying know. up the world. It's far too. They own far too many, and I'm really surprised that we don't have monopoly laws kicking in and, and antitrust laws kicking in and, and dividing them up a little bit. But um, until then, you know, yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, it's it's a tough one to go because I am happy that we have really good MCU movies. It's like one of those things where it's like we need to break up monopolies. But good job, guys. You know. Yeah. Do you think? Okay. Okay. I think this is where it stops. If Marvel bought DC, right? Like that would have to be a no-no. I, that seems so nuts to me, but yeah. But man, think of the movies that'd be coming out for DC that'd actually be good. It's like sacrilege, dude. I, <laughs> and I would, we get I, like three of them a year, you know. If they were to keep them separate, I almost would be okay with it. Like if if it was totally separate. But if they were to dare put Batman and Iron Man together, I'd be upset. Uh, I I agree. I agree. Yeah. I need different. Keep the universe separate. Separated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind them doing an um, uh, what is it called? The 
amalgamation universe where they actually are combined, where you have Dark Claw, that's the the Batman Wolverine hybrid. That those okay. those comics are a lot of fun, but they're such a one off that it's not like it doesn't count type of thing like that. Hey, that's a Disney Plus series though, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kind yeah. Of like kind of like the what ifs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I'm excited for what if it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we have uh, Xbox announced an Xbox Games showcase that will be featuring the most anticipated titles, including Halo Infinite. Uh, this is a rebranding of their Xbox 2020. So they did that Xbox 2020, I think it was a month or two ago. You remember that where they were like, a bunch of gameplay footage. It was like, yeah, I guess technically. Yeah, yeah. that face right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. So, you're right. So this is going to be more in-depth gameplay footage. Uh, and and they're trying to rebound from that. And plus, PS5 got so much attention from their uh, June announcement when PS5 was in, announced in June. It took away a lot of the steam. So this is going to be on the 23rd, and they're going to put it up on their YouTube channel and Twitch channel. Not on their mixer. It doesn't exist anymore. And what what do you want to see? Like, they need to really bring the bank. they got to take the, the attention, the trending away from PlayStation. How do they do that? Uh, you got to show us gameplay of your main title. Um, so yeah. definitely we saw the teaser for halo uh mm-hmm. the new halo and to me i'm like how do you get excited with this it's literally a fucking screen that just had some voice on it you know i'm like come on dude you gotta that you shows gotta. the that, that shows that you're a playstation man and i'm a microsoft fan because i was just like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that's awesome but i just need to see more so this one yeah. they definitely have to bring it this time and then surprise us too but you need to surprise us with actual footage as well like okay so the playstation one you got Miles Morales. I'm like, oh shit, this is badass, that right? Looks it's a whole so new amazing. game. Yeah. But we actually got to see a lot of it too. Um mm-hmm. I need I need that. I need surprises and I need to see I need to see, you know, uh, what it's about too. Yeah, a full explainer for what because it's not just Halo seven or eight, nine, you know. It's actually Halo Infinite. It's a whole new kind of Halo. To explain to us why that is. Is it a live service? It looks like it's gonna be live service with big multiplayer. They just added Fallout 76 to Game Pass. So that shows you that they're willing to have a live service game on Game Pass. Um, what can this do? What can this mean? They need to bring something big. Uh, you know, show us the expansions for or the big patches or an expansion for Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves has been doing very well for them. Yeah. Uh, if you were to double, si- double the size of that ocean, I am on board. Something like that. Because Sea of Thieves <laughs> is amazing, but I've also memorized all the islands. You know, so show us something real big. Uh, do you think that they'll bring a – what I'm expecting too is the stuff that they announced the last conference they had. I want to, to actually see it now to see yeah. more of it. Like that uh, island game that we saw that was basically a Sea of Thieves almost. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would love to see some puzzle, solving gameplay of it. It looked like there were some puzzles. Might be. I'm just kind of guessing there might be some in there. Um, but something like that, you know? That would be good, yeah. Um, and then – more smart delivery stuff. There, I heard a rumor that they're almost forcing third-party developers. You are going to do smart delivery. They've been pretty aggressive with trying to get them to do that smart delivery system. Uh, during yesterday's Ubisoft stream, they announced that they're. Oh yeah, we're going to be doing smart delivery. They actually had Phil Spencer on to announce that they're going to be doing smart delivery for Assassin's Creed. So uh, what that means is, if you guys buy Assassin's Creed Valhalla for the three three sixty for the Xbox One, then it'll also be available for your Series X for free. Uh, they're kind of bringing that in. So if they were to actually come out with a list of all the third-party tardy titles, then, you know, they got Cyberpunk on board. Show more of those because that's kind of one of the big selling points. And PlayStation 5, while doing that with a couple titles, has not really been sticking to it as much. They're doing it like Madden, I think, is one of the only titles they're doing that with. Um, and then the next here, the next bit of news might lead into it too, which I think is a little bit too soon. 
Uh, on June 26th, Xbox renewed the trademark for Fable. So uh, we had the Fable Twitter account being created with the Microsoft email alongside the Perfect Dark one. And uh, it's been since 2010 since we had a Fable 3 on the 360. So could they tease a Fable during this new Xbox showcase? Yeah, and unfortunately this goes back to what I was saying earlier. They're not going to show us anything on Fable. Way too brand new. But if you did, that'd be one shocker that I would have to change my underwear for. Yeah. Because um, like, <laughs> if you were just like, oh, by the way, we got Fable. Oh, by the way, this is what it's going to look like. Yeah. And I could actually see like a look, even a snippet be behind the character and you running around mm-hmm. like oh my gosh that'd be awesome yeah i mean we're able to choose between light and dark and really kind of develop this character to uh have your personality and stuff like that that would be fantastic mm-hmm. fable was so good about that and xbox needs the the big hitter first per- party titles and i hate to say it because i love the uh, pc and stuff like that you gotta say something along the lines of like it'll be on xbox for two months before it's on pc something like that because right now, between you and me, you and I, the big argument is, well, just buy a PS5 and then play all the Xbox games on your PC. Because you and me both have yeah. big gaming computers. Why would we yeah. not? Yeah. There needs to be something something a little extra for the for the console players. I know that's what sure. Sammy wants. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's probably just excited because we mentioned his name on this right now. <laughs> <laughs> he gives you such a hard time. <laughs> he does. He does. That's why I have to just kind of bounce back, bounce back at him. <laughs> it's so great. I love it. Uh, okay. Hangar 13 and 2K announced the Mafia Definitive Edition is being delayed until September 25th. Uh, you were looking forward to this one, right? I, I am. I am. Yeah. Uh, so they said Mafia Definitive, uh, Definitive Edition will now release uh, worldwide September 25th, though we originally planned uh, to release the game earlier on August 28th. Finalizing everything in time for that launch date has become increasingly challenging due to the ongoing global COVID-19 pandemic. The last thing we want to do is compromise our quality of the experience. I like that. I like that the fact that they're being real clear that, you know what, it's just we can hit the August date, but it's just not going to look as good. So instead, they pushed it back. Being transparent is really important. Uh, they, uh, they're they going to be releasing an extended gameplay trailer on the 22nd. Of course, we'll be putting that on all of our socials. Uh, I'm excited for this. I have Mafia 3. I haven't touched it yet, but I really wanted to play it. This one looks like it's just such a classic uh, mafia storyline we've talked about that in the past where it's like really following that kind of godfather style storyline i'm looking forward to this one this is gonna be a really good game yeah uh definitely i'm not a big fan of mafia 3 i'm mm-hmm. replaying mafia 2 the uh, definitive edition right now when they announced the kind of like the whole thing was going to be revamped real quick for the this mafia one mm-hmm. um and that's cool the and the reason why i didn't like real quick why i didn't like three because i wasn't really in the mafia i was kind of just helping mafia groups yeah, uh, but one and two definitely you're in the mafia, and that's what I really like about it. Um, looking at the uh, snapshots of this one, huh, it, it just seems like a whole new game. Like it looks beautiful compared yeah. to what when it originally came out. Um, I'm not shocked that it's delayed. One because of the COVID stuff, and two, you already know my feelings of announcement in video games. They they all get delayed so, right now. Yeah, like, for sure. I never get excited for. I haven't been excited about a video game coming out in so long. I'm just kind of like, okay, well, I won't watch. When it's Gameplay released, or anything, I'll just see it. it when I buy it. Yeah, <laughs> not great uh, for a podcast about video games, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just unfortunate because all these I games know. always get delayed. Yeah. Um. But on top of the COVID thing, yeah, I could, I'm not, I'm not even upset that it's delayed. It's just I guess expected. Yeah, we're washed over. I I'm just a big fan of their transparency. The, uh, mm-hmm. we have something like Cyberpunk. I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk like crazy. 
and they oh, yeah. they keep saying it's delayed for this reason that reason but they you know it's just kind of like all vague and stuff like that i want hard numbers like let us know what's going on they just pulled wall running out of the game out of cyberpunk they ended up taking it to where you can't run on walls yeah. and fans are furious about it and they didn't really give a good explanation at first but then all of a sudden it's like oh yeah by the way you can't do this all right see you guys so they need to be a little bit more transparent and i like how mafia is doing that you know yeah and there's a i'm gonna bring him sammy again he's so people like him so excited about this game that mm-hmm. but you're just riding this game along because they literally keep on screwing you over every time you get excited for it Oh, yeah. it's going to get delayed. It's going to get delayed. going to get delayed. Okay, we're taking this out, but we're not really telling you why. Dude, you guys aren't even fucking done with the game. Let's yeah. be real. There's no way that you delayed it this many times and be like, oh, it's almost here. No, because I've been watching the same gameplay or trailers, whatever the fuck you have, for so long. You don't have shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, or you're delaying it because you want it to be on the new consoles only. Something. Because we're almost there now with the latest delay. <laughs> Just realized that I had your audio down in the stream. So you're quiet the whole time. It's just my side. Anyways, that helps now. Um, okay. Yeah, totally agree with you, though. And uh, I know it's a massive game, so there's no reason to lie. We know that's going to take time to do this. Just tell us that it's taking time. We'll be happy with yeah. God, it's been years since they originally announced it. Like, how can you still be... I don't know. To me, I'm not excited for it to come out. Well, okay. I'm ready to play it for sure. Yeah. But I still... My excitement can't be this high still. When you've delayed it so many times, it's impossible for me. So it's like... Dude, I don't give a shit. Whenever you release it, I'll play it, but it's just upsetting. I don't know. I'm passionate about how fucking pissed off I am about this delay. No, I, so. I yeah, I totally agree with you too. Yeah. It's it's just crazy at this point. Um, we have some clarifications on Kingdoms of Amular. This is the game that I'm super excited for, the re-reckoning. Um, we've talked about this in the past, but now we have a release date. It's September eighth. So hopefully that stays. If it does, that week, we're streaming that like crazy. It's gonna be uh, fifty-five dollars. Uh, it'll be on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, THQ also announced that they have a future expansion for it, which is crazy. So think of it like this. Um, if they announced the remake for Final Fantasy VII, and then they said, by the way, we're going to be adding an expansion to Final Fantasy VII. That's what basically just happened for a lot of the fans of this game. It's a game I never would have thought there'd be an expansion. Expansion is yeah, called Fates, Fate Sworn. Yeah, Fate Sworn. Coming in 2021. Uh, the collector's edition will cost you 110 bucks. I might be picking that up. Comes with a keychain, an Aelin statue, uh, artwork, and soundtrack. So it's classic, big, fatty, amazing collector's edition for 110 bucks. Uh, it's hard because World of Warcraft just announced that they're actually going back to the original big boy collector's editions with the art book and the <laughs> mouse pad and everything that they used to be put in them. But then they're yeah. like, by the way, they're 120 bucks. Like, what? They were never 120 bucks before. You guys are jerks. All right. How much? Yeah, but I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to need two of those. Son of a gun. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, so much coming for Kingdoms of Amular. They're really bringing out everything for it. I'm really excited for that. But that's basically it. Coming up September 8th. We will stream that all week long when that comes out. It'll it'll be probably more than that because it's a 200-hour game plus an expansion. Oh, my God. It'll be massive. Uh, we have Valorant. All right, now you're a Valorant player, right? I am. I am. $100 skin came out for, coming out for Valorant. Are you going to be buying this thing? Uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um... There's a there's a skin for a gun too that I use a lot. The Vandal people know what I'm talking about. They play the game. Mm-hmm. Even the dragon skin for a gun is thirty five dollars, and you're just like, fuck, thirty five dollars for a gun skin. Like, yeah. Ugh. But I don't know, dude. It's a free game, um. So it makes sense that they're. I don't know. Like, why not? You know. Like if you're gonna spend money on a game, you, 
I mean, I could spend thirty five dollars on a game and still be cheaper than buying a whole new game. You know. Yeah, I understand that. My my thing is I don't want to support it just because I don't want it to become the new norm. Like this is Riot Game and Tencent Games that are doing this, right? They're big companies. So if a $100 skin sells well, you know EA's on board. There's going to be a $100 skin in Anthem. Okay, then will EA start providing free games for us then? Well... If I have to if buy, you buy the a game PS2 controller, you get Anthem for free, so... <laughs> yeah. If I have to uh, buy the game, let's just say... Let's just say the new Star Wars game is free. That's the spaceship squad. one. Yeah, squad. squad. Is, yeah. Let's just say that's free. And they do that, you know, pay to have cosmetic shit. I'm mm-hmm. willing to pay for it. But if you're telling me I gotta buy a $60 game and then you want me to buy a $35 skin for my uh, my ship, that, no, no. Yeah. Nah, maybe once or two. One or two. But <laughs> right, no. <yeah. laughs> I don't mind buying skins, especially with a game that I really like. So like that I know they put a lot of effort into. A good example is Sea of Thieves. I'll buy the pets on Sea of Thieves just because you guys have been putting out patches without any sort of asking for any kind of money for those patches for a long time now. I'm in. Um, so it's that kind of thing where I'm okay supporting a company doing that. I'm just a little worried about the price point on this thing and the fact that they're still in beta. They're not even. It's not even a release game yet, and they're already having a hundred dollar skin in there. You know. Yeah. And and you're right though. It definitely depends on the game. Is this a game that I could always go back to? Uh, like Overwatch, I spent a lot of money on. Yeah, uh, true. Same. And Sea of Thieves, like yeah, I got the the freaking parrots when they first came out. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but Sea of Thieves is always a game too. I go back. I haven't been a while on for a while, but uh, man, I don't see myself like five years from now like Overwatch going back to it all the time. Yeah, that's in League of Legends, also from Riot. I spent. I can't even tell you how much money, but I used to buy every bundle that would come out. I buy the bundles every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, once a once a month, they'd come out with a bundle with a new character and two skins purchased. Uh, and now it, I haven't touched that game in probably about two years. And it's like, man, can I have that money back? Because like a bunch of characters, I don't need skins <laughs> for because I don't yeah. play them. Um, yeah. So there's that too, and that's a free game. But I definitely spent more money on that than I did a sixty dollar game that I might have enjoyed more, like you know, Shadow yeah. War or something yeah. like that. So I don't know. The skin does look very cool. It's called Elder Flame. Uh, it goes on your gun and your knife and I mean, it's, it's dragging actually with like an yeah. actual mind of its own. It's moving around and stuff. Um, Revenue lead Joe Lee explains that there's going to be four parts that are 2,475 VPs, which is like their V-Bucks. And um, for a total of 9,900, which basically is 100 bucks. So, yeah. but that's just the beginning. You also need to upgrade the weapons to get what that, that drives me so crazy is in the trailer they released for this thing. The animations that the dragon is doing is not all coming with the cost of the actual skin. You actually have to upgrade your gun for those animations. So if somebody's like, oh, I love the way that there's one part where the dragon like grabs the magazine and then loads it and starts shooting. That part comes when the game, the gun's fully maxed out. So you actually have to either earn it through in-game, you know, skill, battle pass stuff, uh, premium pass, you can get it faster. Or you have to just straight up buy it with VP. So you still have to upgrade your gun with Radiant to be able to go any higher than that and get all that full yeah. animation. I just hate that it's in the trailer because then there's some kids that are bugging their parents. The parents are crazy enough to give them the credit card, you know. Well, it's, it's kind of like a – no, I don't want to say false advertisement, but it is kind of shitty when you show like what you can buy and then you buy you're like, oh, it's stiff as fuck. Why is it not moving? And you're like, oh, by the way, you need like 10 hours of gameplay to make it reload its own magazine. You're like, yeah, what the hell? Or 30 bucks of, you- of- – a VP, exactly. which is really shame. They already got you for a hundred. You're gonna yeah. spend the thirty. Exactly. Yeah. Even shady. the thirty. Even if I just bought one skin for a gun, it's thirty five bucks. I want all that you have to offer for that that uh, that right. gun. 
Like, yeah. I just spent 35 bucks for a, a, just a weapon skin that I, that I, you don't even use that weapon every single round. I yeah. mean, yeah, I don't know. Kind of for my hundred dollars, I'm buying your your development time, and if your development time is going into stuff I have to continue to play for, no, I'm spending a hundred bucks. I want a hundred percent of the development time. It's just yeah, for sure. It's just crazy, and that's one of those things that bugs me is the fact that it's in beta. So really, your developer should not be working on skins, or it's just the same thing when Call of Duty's like, oh yeah, uh, before the game releases, we already have the next DLC ready to announce. Baloney. It's not developed yet finish the game and put it out then work on the dlc yeah. right now i'm anxious to buy the first game and you're already working on the next part no the game's not ready yet because it's not released so the same thing with this if you guys are making skins for a game that's not released yet take your developers put them on the game finishing the game and get it out for release so we don't have it in beta forever because when it's in beta and something goes wrong then it's like well it's just in beta it's fine no you need to be standing behind your game and put it out for full release balance everything yeah. out and get it done yeah all right I agree Sony buys stakes in Epic Games. This could mean anything. It's pretty crazy. So Sony just invested $250 million. It's quite a bit. I just want $1 million. I'm fine. Oh my uh, God, it's just half course. a million, please. <laughs> <laughs> for Epic Games, uh, Sony's take has not been revealed yet, but for an example, Tencent uh, received 40% stake for a $330 million investment in 2012. So I'm guessing it's going to be around a 30%, 35% uh, stake in the company. Epic is trying to raise $750 million for an unknown project. Rumors are, and my thoughts, that it's going to be the Epic Games Store. They're trying to bolster that Epic Games Store to really kind of shut Steam down. They've been doing very well by giving away free games on Thursday and stuff like that, which, by the way, follow us on social media. Always share those. Um, and Sony's parts, they wanted to investigate closer to Epic Games' Unreal Engine 5, which with PS5, the Unreal Engine 5, they work really well together. And they want to do some collaborations on Fortnite. So uh, some Sony-exclusive characters, maybe you got Crash Bandicoot, not Sony-exclusive anymore, huh? Um, whatever. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Snake from Metal Gear Solid. Uh, maybe he'll pop yeah. up in Fortnite and stuff like that. Well, that's, you know, it, it benefits both of them with those skin sales. Uh, what do you think this means for Sony? The, what this means for Sony is it feels like a race of life when, when you, Geek Freaks, announced the first was Xbox wanting to buy, um, WB. Are we yeah. going to see more of these, like, huge companies of Sony and Microsoft? buying these uh actual huge developers um i think we might see some exclusives okay cool whatever that's only on sony but definitely like what you, you nailed it with the fortnite thing fortnite has millions of players and mm -hmm. you're going to persuade some to switch over or at least have a psn account to get a specific skin just like when samsung uh if you bought a i think it was a note 9 at the time you were getting an exclusive galaxy skin for that game uh so i i can see it definitely persuade that way but I think mostly, um, hopefully, like what you're, what you're saying with the Unreal Engine Five, that they could bring like the PS Five to really truly show you what next level they are, mm -hmm. um, and what it's capable of to persuade others. Um, maybe this thing where what the what Epic already has, like with the Fortnite, the show why is it better on PS Five in a way or something. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully, new technology is what I'm looking forward to um, with with the exclusives. So kind of like um, what was that trailer we had where the girl was running in the mountains? That beautiful trailer. It was that's much that's for time. Unreal Engine Five. Yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully some more stuff like that, man. Just something to really show you, like, oh, we're definitely in the next generation. They developed that trailer with Sony, by the way. They announced it in the beginning. Oh, it actually, was with PlayStation that they developed that trailer with them. Okay. So okay. that shows that they've been working together for a bit now. Uh, mm. 
Yeah, the way I look at this it reminds me of when uh, Microsoft went out and bought or, uh, Minecraft. It was Minecraft at the time also was like Fortnite, where it was just this game that everybody in the world was playing. And and so you had this massive game and the company bought up, but it was still on Nintendo Switch and PlayStation. It's just that the funding went to Microsoft. This kind of feels a little bit like that. Like, it's not like Fortnite's going to leave Xbox. It's just when you buy some V-Bucks, some of that's going to go to the PlayStation. Uh, yeah. So I hope they do well with it. I'm excited to see what kind of crossovers we get with Fortnite. That's kind of the big one to me. Um Unreal Engine 5 is going to be amazing, but it's going to be on everything. It's, that's going to be that's going to be used by a lot of people. Fortnite itself, they already said, is going to be upgraded with Unreal Engine 5 as soon as it's available. So um, the kind of crossovers, I would I would like to see um, some of those exclusive PlayStation characters in Fortnite. That's just such a good yeah. way to make money. And the announcement trace, I wouldn't mind seeing teasers and stuff like that for future PlayStation games being revealed in Fortnite like they do with they did the Star Wars. And stuff oh, like that. man, just like the concerts they have, too. That'd be pretty neat. Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, Exclusive characters, though, man. Yeah, because you could definitely... Think of if you have Kratos walking around. Oh, Just the M16. Or even the... I can't think of her name right now, but the uh, girl from uh, Horizon. I can't think of her name. I can't think of her name either. Yeah, but even like people like her, that'd be crazy. Um, Yeah. And then you could have like, oh, we got the Miles Morales skin coming out. So you can get the Miles Morales skin. And... Teaser they for just Miles have Morales. Kept American game. Deadpool. There's been multiple Marvel skins already for right. Fortnite. Right, it's so perfect synergy. Yeah. yeah. Mm, um, and what's funny is I'm pretty sure. I wonder if they can't. They haven't done Spider-Man in Fortnite yet because of the MCU not owning 100% Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so can they do Spider-Man Miles Morales if it's from the PS4 crossover? Because that version of Spider-Man so. is that legal? You know. I would assume so because to, then it's like it's like you wouldn't be getting the MCU version of Spider Man. You'd be getting yeah, a, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. So I bet they could. That's going to be yeah. neat to see, man. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. This opens up a lot of opportunities. It just shows what kind of juggernaut Fortnite is, and, and Epic in general. Epic's always been a very interesting company. It's one of the few video game companies that I would say put money in it. They're they're going mm-hmm. places. They're secure. It's pretty amazing. So that's the way to go. Uh, okay, on. Saturday, fake out on Sunday, we had the Ubisoft <laughs> Ubisoft feud, uh, Forward, which was their live stream event. Did you get a chance to check any of this out? I watched a little bit of it. I didn't watch the whole thing um, just because there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. But I watched like the race car one, like the FF, the I, I call it Formula One racing. Um, no. No, that's what I call it. I call that game that, but obviously there's a F, <laughs> F1 yeah. racing. So you invented that uh, name all yourself? <laughs> I just thought of it right now, man. It's amazing. Uh, trademark it real quick. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was kind of cool, but the only downfall, like just real quick, quick little my opinion of it, is that I'm not a very creative person. So mm-hmm. like if I'm playing Disney Infinity back in the days, RIP to that, I wish it'd come back. Um, I never played like the sandbox stuff because I'm not creative, you know? Yeah. We're different in that uh, way. <laughs> I yeah. love the sandbox stuff. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah, you and the Satisfactory and Minecraft. Oh my god, mm-hmm. like I look at the stuff you make, and I'm just like, how the fuck do you even do that? <laughs> um, so uh, that, and I think obviously the big one I know we'll probably get into it is uh, Far Cry. Oh man, yes, God, yes. that looks so good. I watched yeah. the trailer multiple times. Like it's a new TV show. I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So. Um, my big complaint with the way they did this stream is they would dedicate, cause it's just not a lot of games. And I like the Ubisoft company. Uh, they didn't talk about any allegations. They actually tweeted that out about an hour before the 
things started, they wouldn't talk about any of the allegations they're going with right now. And neither will we until we have the full picture because currently they're all in an investigation. Um, but yeah, so there was that. That was kind of hanging over the thing. But each game they gave like 15 minutes or more talking about it, showing like, here's the trailer, here's some gameplay, here's the developers. We just, we're here for the announcements. Show us the big Far Cry 6 trailer so we can get going with the rest of our day. Uh, they kind of held off on that. So they started off with Watchdog Legion. Have you played any of the previous Watchdog games? I have. I played the first one. I really enjoyed it, but it took me like three times to actually finish it just because I find myself falling off of it. Yeah, um, yeah. Watch Dogs 2, because I wasn't so, um, I don't know, excited about number one. Uh, I never played number two. Never even cared to even touch it. I know Ubisoft is streaming. If you could watch one minute of it, you get Watch Dogs 2. That's how much I didn't care because yeah. I didn't even get on to watch it. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I don't care about the Watch Dogs 2. Yeah. Legion looks pretty cool, though. But I know, right? It's still, it's still. What's the gameplay? Is it still the same? I don't know. I don't. It feels so different game to me. And yeah, I'm not really action. into it. I yeah, I don't know. It definitely, it definitely looks better than the original two Watch Dogs. I'm a big fan of the building yeah, your army kind of thing too, because then you have like, mm-hmm. oh, this one's really good at hacking, and this one's really good at just a brute force, and so you kind of send them out on different missions. I really like that idea, and each yeah. character is going to play different. Um, they showed a construction worker character that you'd have that has first off a big pipe wrench that he's like knocking some guy out with it was cool. But then he also have access to this construction drone that he's able to use to ride up on the top of the roof, which is something that maybe the other guys wouldn't have. I like that idea of building up an army doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It's weird. I, I, I don't know. I just don't know about Far Cry. Yeah. I'm not sorry. Be- Far Cry. Uh, Watchdog. Or Watchdog. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so on the Far Cry because it, just the trailer was amazing. That's all I'm doing. It was about amazing. Right now. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so we had the new trailer. We actually had a short film for Watch Dogs. And then we had uh, Choose Your Hero. And then, anyway, so the release date's going to be October 29th. It's also coming out with Smart Delivery. So that was also something that uh, Phil Spencer said. So we have that coming. Next, we have Brawlhalla. They announced it's coming to Android and iOS on August 6th. Brawlhalla is a lot of fun. If you guys yes. want something that's a e- almost easier, but a really fun version of Smash Brothers, it's kind of like that. It's all 2D with sprites. It's really cool. Yeah, um, I have a, I had a blast with it. Um, um, I was playing it on Xbox for a little while, and it's really fun. Um, yeah. I could super get into it. The character is really neat, especially because they have like these special crossover characters, like Laura Croft was in it. Uh, yeah, um, it's a fun game for sure. Yeah, yeah. Finn and Jake from Adventure Times are in there. Adventure Times. Mm, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, Tom Clancy's Elite Squad was announced. This is going to be. It looks like it's going to be a mobile game. And it's some sort of team builder where you get to use everybody from the Tom Clancy universe. Uh, they had the guy from Wildlands. He's the bad guy. I was excited to see him. Like, what? He's back. It's crazy. Um, and then Sam Fisher breaks him out, which is really nuts. Because then you're like, wait, Sam, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. So that'll be pretty interesting to see. Uh, I, I was hoping that they would announce a new Splinter Cell, a new Sam Fisher game. But nothing. It was, that was pretty nuts. Uh, they showed off yeah, their I new... Yeah, I didn't think about yeah. that. Yeah. Why yeah. not, right? They showed off their new Battle Royale. It's called Hyperscape. Uh, they're currently streaming it now. They're doing the same thing they did with Valorant, where if you watch, you get the beta access, yada, yada, yada. Um, this looks like they're using like the Ready Player One format, where you go into a world like the Oasis, and you you fight it out. And what do you think about this? There's different like hacks, little abilities you get mid-game that'll give you the ability to jump higher and stuff. What are your thoughts on that? Um, the only thought I have really have is that you're revamped. You're trying to come up with your own idea, like what, like what uh, you just uh, mentioned that it's comparable to. So, 
I mean, that's, that's cool. Bring something new to it. I mean, I'm down for it to see what it's mm-hmm. like. I know some people might be different or uh, if you better for the fact that you're changing something that they might already be used to. Yeah. Um, but I'm okay with change, to be honest. But if it's horrible and it sucks and you can't get over it, then yeah, it'd be nice to somehow rework it. Yeah, it's they're in the beta right now. I do like the idea of a battle royale in a city because a lot of the battle royales are these big sprawling lands where you've got to find each other. This being in the city kind of makes it to where it feels like you're going to come across each other quicker. That's pretty cool. One of the big features they're toting is that the audience is going to be able to enjoy the game. So say I'm streaming this game. There's going to be a thing that will pop up. And everybody who happens to be in that match that is also streaming that game, if you're watching their stream, a thing will pop up where the fans can vote what effect will happen on the battlefield. So they were oh, showing shit, like less cool. gravity. And I've been I've been checking this out, watching this. It is pretty neat where you vote less gravity. And if less gravity wins, then all of a sudden everybody's floating or a little bit and stuff like that. That's or um, what bombs drop. You can click bombs drop. And then if the, enough Twitch viewers clicked bombs drop, in the game, bombs will start to drop. So there's that That's connection great. between, I like that idea. Would you, Can you think of, I know this is kind of out of nowhere. Can you think of any other games that can include that? I'll throw one in while you think. For World of Warcraft, we have dungeons that have affixes where uh, mm-hmm. bosses will heal themselves or whatever. It'd be cool to add a random affix for, for one minute where, hey, you know, right now, everybody's losing aggro. Or, hey, all of a sudden, new, new ads will come out and uh, attack you guys. That'd be a really fun way to kind of interact with things. It can mess people up. Um, but it could be, I don't know, it's just a lot of fun to toy around with it. Battlegrounds could definitely use it. Yeah, uh, that's really neat. Um, I'll stick with the esports uh, kind of like thing that you did. Um, and I don't want to stick with, I mean, Blizzard's always on top of my mind because we, you know, went to BlizzCon, so I'm always consistently thinking of that. Yeah, but it'd be cool if they even did it for like a StarCraft. Like, hey, at this moment right now, we're going to, yeah. you want like so many different Zergs to pop yeah, out of the ground and attack invasion base, you know? Yeah. Uh, that'd be neat to see as uh as an esports trait, you know? Yeah. Kind of mix it up for uh to see like okay, so say if you're building a base for sure, is your defense well enough to survive fan voting uh fan votes and of course if you're being attacked at the same time. That'd yeah. be kinda neat. Yeah. Yeah, and you could you could like oh, uh it's uh zergling attack, uh random building catches on fire, uh yeah. or you know, something like that. Or um Five free medics, something like that. This kind of, medics aren't like really going to hurt or help it too much, but it's like, oh, hey, sweet. Instead of getting attacked by Zerg, I got five free medics, stuff yeah, like that. So it's yeah. kind of up in the air. Um, yeah, it, it's a neat idea. I, I do actually hope it's something that gets carried over, even if I think Hyperscape's going to fail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, next, we had a whole bunch of Assassin's Creed. So a couple of things we've learned. There's going to be raiding where you can just roll up on your ship with your crew <clears throat> and say you want to raid this this village you do you just raid them and then you could have them join your your uh team and stuff like that you can end up add, adding quite a bit to your own thing you're building your own settlement so that's one of the things you're going to be doing with your raiding is getting supplies for your settlement so you're going to have this town that's constantly changing evolving and growing with you to have more features that'll help you in the future um you can create allies with other english english kings and lords and with other uh, uh vikings to create a big faction that can eventually overthrow other other kings uh they showed i forget his name but there he showed like one king in particular like he gets captured so you want to free him and then you want to put him over here and stuff like that so there's that kind of relationship building that's going to be going on you can dual wield any weapon in the game including two shields so i'm going to be using two shields mm. yeah that look that's on your weird. face exactly yeah. <laughs> so uh me bashing people with shields <laughs> they showed they showed uh her put two shields out like spin in a circle and then they showed her like put two shields in front of her and just like ram forward uh it looks pretty dope (laughs) yeah Mm. um and you're also going to be able to uh have 
fortress raid. So you're actually going to be able to attack fortresses and have multiple tiers of the fortress that you got to get through to like then capture the fortress and have that area. A lot of fun things I think they're taking from other games that are similar to this. Um, Batman Arkham Asylum, uh, that whole Batman Arkham series has got a lot of this. The combat looks like it's more Arkham. Uh, again, we talked about this before, but uh, Shadow of War, that kind of thing. Um, it looks amazing. It's all coming November 17th. We definitely have more gameplay footage we've had in the past. It yeah. definitely needs more polish. It's not quite polished enough, I can tell. Uh, I'm excited for this, though. Are you picking this thing up? Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. And I'm super excited that for the, it's in the Viking world. But the only thing that worries me, because we're talking about the raids and talking about putting kings and all this stuff, is it going to be as huge as Odyssey was? Uh, Odyssey, once you get to a certain point in Odyssey, it opens up this whole like map of all these uh, cultists that you need to kill. I mean, you don't have to. You can kind of get away, but I mean, you kind of want to. Um, it's just like, oh my gosh, is this game too big? It might be. And a lot of people might be like, oh yeah, well, whatever. We like big games, we get our money's worth. Yeah, but sometimes I don't have 120 hours to put on a game, you know? Not every yeah. game. So is yeah. this going to become what Odyssey was? And that's my fear. Like, I don't want to... <sighs> yeah, I just don't want to do that. And it's, then it's plus there's a lot of... Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of players that do want that. Like for me, for yeah. example, I like to like avoid sleep and play throughout the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bad, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's a selling point to me. <laughs> yeah. So um, and, and to me, you know, I get distracted too much, so it's hard for me to stick <laughs> with one game for so long. Sure. <laughs> um, but also um, another thing too, because when you look at the gameplay, it looks like a lot of uh, villages and types and stuff. So it's like, mm-hmm. are we going to get into any parts? Um, how much of like the rating of the towns that we're going to have actual buildings. Cause I miss the days where it was like, you're climbing on buildings and running on roofs. Uh, I'm a big fan of syndicate, uh, Assassin's Creed cause you do a lot of that. It's all, it's all buildings. Yeah. Um, and that's the one thing I miss a lot about Assassin's Creed. Uh, also I need to see more if I want to actually feel like I'm in the creed. Um, I was kind of getting over, uh, Odyssey uh and uh origins Origins. because origins obviously i get it at the very end you start the creed okay cool Mm -hmm. whatever but i didn't want to do odyssey where we went backwards and i'm still not in a creed i miss the days where you're altier or Ezio, and you actually feel like you're in this game 100 percent agree um so i need to see some of that too since this is after origins and odyssey i better be in a creed yeah and i during the live stream, one thing I kept bringing up is like, I'm not seeing stealth kills. There are like no, they showed a small pit eventually of like, oh yeah, you build a stealth around in towns. I miss, I miss, uh, Ezio is a great example, but you know, even, even in Unity, one of the worst games that they've ever made, you're still running along the rooftops and jumping down and, yeah. and killing people. And I think they're like, oh, Black Flag did really well, but it didn't have a lot of it. But Black Flag still had like Havana and stuff like that that you're in. That had these stealth kills, bring those back, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's really tough because yeah. it doesn't feel like an Assassin's Creed, and I want to play an old Assassin's Creed game. Can we get two different franchises or something out of this? Because these feel a lot closer to uh like like an Arkham game, where you're just pushing forward with an army or or with brute force, and you're like, Yeah, you're doing stealth kills, but you don't need to. Um, even yeah. during the boss fight they showed during the stream, they're like, Oh yeah, we're going brute force, but we could have came in here and stealth it and we would have had a big crit. No. Stealth kill is you come from the top, you put that knife down to the ground, and you finish the guy. That's a stealth kill. That's what it used to be, you know? Yeah, and they've done that before where it's like you got to upgrade your stealth kill so you can just one-shot them from, say, up in a building, uh, yeah. jumping down. But, yeah, I am a when I play Assassin's Creed, I'm going to feel like an assassin. So, can mm-hmm. I use brute force? That's awesome that it's always an option. But also, 
when you're raiding, I want to see my army do the fighting under me while I'm climbing buildings yes. and jumping around. Almost distracted. And then I could jump yeah. with them. I, I want to fall. Yeah. Uh, while being distracted, I want to jump off a roof, kill someone, do a couple kills brute force, and then start hiding around again. Yes. That's what I want. Uh, That's the best. But this game with the gameplay, it just totally 100% feel like it. it's a brutal game. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah they took the assassins away from it the assassin feel so we'll see uh, yeah. yeah this looks like it's going to be a great game but i feel like they almost should make a new ip for it because it just does not feel like an assassin's creed at all something about yeah. something about the old Assassin's creed do you feel like sleeker you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i used to love the animation it's such a minor thing but i used to love the animation where you would be walking amongst people and you'd see like them dip the shoulder back and kind of like blend in real i cannot see these assassins doing that they would knock yeah. people over instead yeah. of like yeah sleekly go in between them all i don't know well because they lost that now they don't do that anymore they uh odyssey there's no group of people walking around where i could just hide or just like sit on a bench or something right yeah kind of incognito yeah. that they don't even have that anymore so it's just maybe tales of the assassin but yeah they could do like a separate ip for games like that i yeah. want to be back in the creed so exactly back in yeah. the creed fighting the templar it was such a yeah. good story let's get back yeah. to it let's yeah. get into big sprawling cities too i like the side of these cities yeah. All right. Last up, and the most exciting answer to me coming out February 18th, we have Far Cry 6. We had a huge, beautiful trailer for this thing. Um, I can never remember his name. And now it's supposed to be a pull. I have it here in the notes. Um, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. That's the last time I'm going to say it because yeah. it's hard to say. <laughs> it's hard to from remember. Breaking Bad and The Mandalorian. He's uh, he's the main bad guy. And man, how good does he look? What do you think? Man, oh, man. is this is this expected in game? Cinematics. Yeah. And it's coming out from the new system. We also cinematics. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So if this is like that, I don't know. Yeah. I just, it needs to be in game, but definitely overall, like the, the trailer for sure looks amazing with the technology that we have right now. Yeah. Um, but I need to see that in the game too, though. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks great. The whole trailer was on edge, especially with the little kid holding the grenade. You're like, oh my God, yeah, no trip. The, and then when he turned the grenade and you saw that it's actually his dad's name uh-huh. on there, like somebody uh-huh. tried to bomb him, the dad. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, man. Uh, uh, super excited for it. I like how, where we're going. Uh, definitely for sure, because the last ones we have were kind of like in the jungle or, or some shit, except for uh, five, but we had three was kind of like that way. We had like the Himalaya mountain ones. I love uh, number, four number four was so good to me. I still have to finish five. But four yeah. was so so good. I'm really this one's supposed to have a lot of jungle as well, from my understanding. Okay, so but I like. I'm hoping we stay in the town. In the, I'm sure we will at some point. It, there is a lot of jungle fighting because so that's one of the problems with the trailer, which there's not a lot, but there is one. We never see the protagonist. Uh, we're not playing as the kid or or uh, Giancarlo. Uh, we're playing as a character named Danny Rojas, who is a guerrilla fighter. Uh, in the middle of the revolution so we don't actually see our character ever we only see the bad guys and as if you're playing as a gorilla fighter you're going to be in the jungle for the most part and then coming in to raid the city in the towns mm-hmm. okay okay uh yeah i thought that was different because for a second i was like uh is the kid going to think this is wrong and that's who we're playing as because i can't picture a little ass kid with the weapons that you know a far cry yeah. game usually has right <laughs> so um but i think that's kind of cool that we don't see it because you don't see the protagonists a lot in a lot of, in these games because um, the bad guys are so amazing. Oh uh, yeah, bad guys oh. are always excellent. Definitely movie quality, like every Far Cry. When yeah. I played Far Cry Three, it was my first Far Cry I ever played. I was just 
what why isn't this a movie this is amazing yeah. um but yeah it's all about that guy so i can see that now yeah yeah i, I think it kind of reminds me of like negan we're talking about walking dead again here that mm-hmm. negan was like mm-hmm. this character that it's the negan show now once yeah. negan came out it's the negan show and that how that's how every far cry villain is it's always like oh yeah that's the one that's like uh this crazy dude from tibet that's controlling people and stuff like that like the, the bad guys is what steals the show and this might be the most steel show uh, uh show stealer we have with this one here and I'm interested in the relationship between him and his son because is he, is the son going to betray him? The son's so young that I think we might get a sequel to this game or an expansion to this game where the son takes over. Oh, kind of like what they did with uh, 5 and New Dawn? New Dawn, like, yeah. Which, yeah, by the way, was free during the stream, too. If you could watch the stream, you could have gotten New Dawn for free. Fuck. Should have done that one at least then. <laughs> yeah. And Division 2. There was a lot of games there. They kept like flashing yeah. up codes to enter into your Uplay. Yeah. You get I think... Um... I would like to have a conversation of what we can expect new, but Ubisoft, when we talked about it before, sticks with the same formula. And every Far Cry does feel the same, even though yeah. I enjoy it and that's fine, but how many Far Cries can I keep playing? That's just going to be the same thing over and over again. So I really yeah. can't even know if they do anything new, to be honest, because I think it might just be the same thing over again. They announced in 2018, maybe 2019, that they were going to be changing that formula. Like they're not going to. Yeah, always I remember do talking about it. Yeah. But. When you think of like production time for a game, these games have been developed way before then. So I doubt that these games are going to change the formula. I think they'll be the same. And then eventually we'll get a new formula. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, okay. So that was everything for that. Let's last thing we want to do is we're going to sit here. We're going to have a fan poll, guys. So on Twitter, I'm going to figure out how to do it on Instagram. I'm learning Instagram, folks. So that's why our Instagram <laughs> game is getting slightly better. Um, so uh, we're going to have a fan poll. You guys are going to choose what system I buy first. Uh, if Lockhart comes out, I'll probably buy both. But I think this is the first time in a long time where I, I know I'm going to buy both systems just because they're both amazing, right? They're both really good systems. Yeah. Um, but we, you always buy that first one. You always buy the first one. And so I, I'm, this is the first time where I can go either way. So we're going to let the fans pick it. Which one do we go? PS5 or Xbox Series X? You're going to be trying to pitch the PS5. I'm going to try to pitch the Series X. And then we'll put the, the poll up on Twitter and probably Instagram. So let's start with you. What's what's your overall pitch for the PS5? Um, probably the same thing that everybody talks about is exclusives. I think that what we had was showing off of how fast these SSDs can be with the, definitely the uh, Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank trailer. Yeah. Um, and and that's the thing. Until Xbox, Xbox, what do you have? What do you have exclusives? You got Halo. You got Gears War. Okay, cool. That's all you got. Thanks a lot. But you know, I'm not gonna spend this much money for two games. <laughs> so what I'm you might for Gears what War. I'm giving you, might. you ah, damn, I've done it before with the X. <laughs> Uh, so, um, sales pitching it. I'm going to give you Spider-Man. I'm going to give you this Ratchet and Clank that looks amazing with all these different roles that can load super fast with the new technology that the PS5 didn't have. Um, I'm giving you, uh, fucking this controller with the, uh, adapted feel, hopefully with the triggers. And I'm really excited for something new. So I'm giving you something that literally does feel like the next step in, in into the next generation. Okay. okay. Even visually, okay. I, I'm you, this box. You know, like, oh, how the actual at least works. I can look it look pretty, right? At least okay. let it look, I'm still I'm going everywhere with this right now. No, no. Yeah. Um. So I think with the PS5, you're actually taking the next step into the next generation. Um. With Sony doing its uh, uh, collabo with Epic Games and giving you more, if this happens, prediction more Unreal Engine five games, then. I mean, you know, shit. 
you know, it's just more that Sony is grasping so much to keep more exclusives and exclusivity, maybe items like we talked about with Fortnite in the Sony uh, area. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's my quick pitch. Okay. PS5. <laughs> uh, so PlayStation is a great step into the next generation of gaming. Problem is, it's just the first step. When Xbox is planned for the next couple. So it's raw power that's in the Xbox. That processor, the uh, giant graphics card and stuff like that. Uh, they're, they're already the next step in and more. They're going to give you... So the big selling pitch to the PlayStation, where it has the Xbox in hard drive alone, is that, that store or the storage. Yeah, so it has a twice as fast SSD, right? But Xbox is giving you the option to upgrade to essentially any... No, it's Seagate only. But they're going to give you the Seagate upgrade. You can upgrade your hard drive in the future, and you will you can get a faster one if you want. Uh, it just has to be Seagate brand. So they're giving you those options. It has this monster processor, the 8-core AMD Ryzen. Um, I guess it's using the AMD uh, Navi uh, uh, graphics. It's huge. The video memory alone is this monster thing. Um, I just feel like it has a one terabyte hard drive. So you're not going to be filling it up. You're over there with an 800 plus or hard drive. I'm sitting here at a one terabyte plus mine can be any Seagate that goes into it. Uh, and 8K resolution. That 8K resolution means that when, which by the way, it's not if, when 4K becomes old school and nobody wants it anymore, everybody's going to be going out for that 8K. I'm ready for it. My resolution's already able to go to 8K. Uh, that 120 frames per second, it's got everything you want. Ray tracing on this thing is going to be a beaut, which is on both systems. It's on both systems. And console streaming. Xbox's call to streaming is using the Azure cloud system. It's unprecedented. It's going to be better than Stadia, I'm, I'm predicting. And so that's the future of gaming. It's not, you know, yes, the hard drive on the on the PlayStation is impressive. The exclusive on the PlayStation is impressive, although Xbox is making some big steps to try to take that away. I I have a feeling that hard drive or hardware alone, the Xbox is a bigger step forward than the PlayStation. It's just it just is. Uh, I like that argument. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're pitching a lot of what it can do, but then we mm-hmm. also have to think, okay, what are the developers, are they actually going to do what the systems can do? Yeah. Um, and that's the thing we'll never, never know until it happens when yeah. it happens, hopefully. Yeah. So, well, one big thing that I want to pitch, and it might be something that people say like, well, yeah, but I don't really use it. Backwards compatibility. So let's look at the PlayStation backwards compatibility. If okay. I considered I even have one, it's the top 100. Okay. It's hold on. I almost said that wrong. It's the it's most top one hundred PS4 titles. It'll be all available on the PS5. The Xbox, it's three sixty and Xbox original games and Xbox One games. They're all going to be supported over there. So you want to play that first Crackdown? Go for it. You want to play uh, Halo Three, classic Halo Three? Boom, you got it. Everything you want from the original systems is available on the Xbox One with upgraded graphics. And anything on the Xbox One is going to be smart delivery. You're going to be able to get that for free on the Xbox at that proper graphics over there we also have a better subscription program game pass dude sony needs to come out with a game pass why don't they have uh, one yet? game pass is legit i'll give you that but you can't even name a hundred games that is will be backwards compatible with xbox you won't even play a hundred games so why does it matter if i want to get the best 100 games from ps5 ps4 to ps5 that's probably all i want to play yeah but what do you if listen <laughs> listen I will definitely buy a PS5 first if they said that they could do backwards compatibility with PS2. For some reason, they're not. PS2 is the best PlayStation system to ever come out. And for some reason, they're not touching it. Why? 
yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The original Xbox system, when you had Juiced as one of the best racers ever made. Uh, okay, but how many Halo games 2. are we missing out? How many How many games are you missing out? Okay, yeah, I would like to play NBA Street and NFL Street. <laughs> I'm just on top of my head. The Bouncer. Um, some the, of the, the original Kingdom games. Hearts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have those. Yeah, yeah. Multiple yeah. copies of them. But um, are a lot of people willing to go backwards that far when we have the newest stuff right now? Like, yeah, it's cool to like yeah. pick it up real quick, you know, whatever. That's fair. That's true. But I don't see myself playing all these PS2 games. I think, yeah, I, I think there's going to be that a nostalgia itch. It's not going to be like I'm actually really excited for playing something old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, a tough yeah, one. Uh, both systems are amazing. I will give you that. That hard drive in the in the PS5, if, if Xbox were to grab that, it would be done. Um, but then Xbox with looking like eight steps in the future instead of just current right now, that's pretty neat. Um, yeah. With the AK for sure. Mm-hmm. That just means I need to buy a new TV. Right. Again. And <laughs> yeah, I just bought a TV for the new systems and then I'm just like, AK, son of a bitch. You know? <laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll have to see. I want to see how much it upgrades the old games because if it can really take, I keep thinking Crackdown 1, it's such a perfect game. If they could really upgrade that bad boy. Because X, by the way, Crackdown 3 does not look any better than Crackdown 1, in my opinion. It does not, not look great. So if they would actually take that and really upgrade it, like actually make it look like a Series X game, oh man, that would be yeah. that'd be a selling point to me. Yeah. And then the Lockhart. Lockhart's supposed to be announced, I think they said in August. And if it is announced, it's all rumor stuff right now. But if Lockhart's announced in August, that's gonna that's gonna steal the show from there's no way PlayStation can do it. They might announce at the end of this mm-hmm. month. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> cause the the leaked rumored and leaked price points has the Lockhart at two hundred bucks for an, an Xbox Series X. That's so cheap. Oh. Yeah. It has it at 200 bucks, and they have the Series X at 400 They have the PlayStations at 550 and 600 I I really think this next generation might be going to Xbox. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. To me, it still <laughs> just depends what, what they're putting on there. Like, you yeah. give me all this system shit. Okay, cool. What am I going to play? You know? I'll give you that. They have to pull PlayStation Fable. wins. They have to pull Fable. Uh, they have they, to. I mean, if they get this deal with WB, oh holy God. shit! Then you know, I might have to. I might have to buy an Xbox. I don't want to not Harry be able Potter to play RPG right now, dude. Did I tell you that? We talked about that before. And, okay. Uh, fuck! If that's an exclusive, I'm buying the system. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if they could do that, if we could get a Harry Potter, uh, um. Harry Potter RPG, you get Batman, you get uh, the Lord of the Rings stuff. It's like, that's a lot of games that I won't be able to play. Yeah. Like, it's not just one or two anymore, you know? Um, but they have to do that. They have to do that to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to see. We have the, I think it's the 27th of this month, we're going to be getting an Xbox event. So if they announce something with WB Games, that that huge. it's locked in. Yeah. That'd be huge. Um. And they, I bet they'll announce Lockhart, which the mocked up images already look adorable. It looks like a GameCube. It's the, it's the big box, but just mm-hmm. shorter. And mm-hmm. it looks GameCube size and it's adorable. So I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah. We'll have to see. We have so much to look forward to. This is going to be a really cool year for video games. The delays oh, are unfortunate, but it's making it to where October, November, December, you're, hot, you're just like locked up in your house and playing brand new video games all day. It's going to be a really <laughs> good time for gamers. Um, that's my Christmas plans this year, I think. So it's going to be pretty great. All right, guys, uh, go to our polls. It'll be under the link. So you know how we, every week we do a post for the new episode. Underneath that will be a poll. Um, 
And we'll continue to do the poll for probably about three weeks. We'll add them up and see how it goes. Which system will we be going with first? Uh, you're going to be going with the PlayStation 5, by the way, probably. Yes, I'm up in the air. I'm going for both sides. Yeah, because uh, for you, this is the first time that you might buy them all. And this is the mm-hmm. first time for me that I got to stick with one. Because I so keep buying them be. all for so long. And it's just like, yeah. I don't know how long I can hang, though. So it's like uh, a year later, it's like, oh, that Xbox, though. <laughs> well, the thing to me is like, I'll, I've always bought the Xbox just because I'm like, the Xbox has everything I want. And then like God of War will come out. I'm like, I probably should buy a PlayStation. But yeah. that that fades away after a month and everybody's play, talking about the next game. And so that is one thing with the PS5. I'm going back to play those 100 from PS4. Yeah. Yeah. God of yeah. War and, you know, all, all of them, really. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, I cannot wait for that. That's coming out, and yeah. I'm not going to be able to play it, but I'm going to watch all the walkthroughs and be excited about it. <laughs> um, so that's coming out this month, too. Guys, good month. Yeah. Um, couple days, actually. Yeah. So make you guys get your votes in. Most important thing. I mean, reviews are great. Always review us. We always appreciate it. We have three new reviews. One of them I posted up on Instagram. I'll post the other two throughout the week. Um, we really appreciate the reviews. But most important thing, guys, you guys want to support the podcast? You want to join the, the book club? We should probably name the book club something. What do you want to name it? Dang, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I keep thinking of the Enchiridion, but that's from, yeah. I don't know. If you want to join the Geekdom Club. We should put book a couple club, of names up on the uh, Twitter and take a There poll. you go. We'll I come like up that with idea. a couple of names. <laughs> so if you guys want to join the unnamed book club yet uh go to audible.com or audibletrial.com backslash geek freaks and try and uh, start your trial or there's going to be a link in this podcast on all your platforms including youtube uh you guys can click that link sign up for a trial you helped out the podcast our first funding goal is to buy better mics for the guys at home um because we don't know when this pandemic is going to be done and so it looks like we're going to be recording from home for the foreseeable future unfortunately uh, that studio behind me is just collecting dust and waiting for some people to set at it. Um, so that's our first goal is to buy brand new mics for everybody and get them all set up with like a good audio system. And then uh, uh, from there, we'll go to better cameras. So help us out, guys. Start your trial at audible.com. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys for joining us this week. Click all the polls and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. for joining us on the geek freaks podcast you can find us on twitter at geek freaks pod we're also on facebook instagram you can email us we have our patreon and a store all those links are in the description thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you guys next week